Welcome to Central Moments again today. We are now in the last chapter of Zechariah as we finish our last week walking through this amazing book. Uh, it's the second last uh, book of the Old Testament. The temple is being rebuilt. That's why Zechariah is prophesying. His prophesying sort of fuels this process of the rebuilding. But that rebuilding of the temple is a picture of the day when God makes everything new in our world. And, and this is our ultimate hope. And when I talk to people sometimes about their hope, like what do you hope for? Usually you'll hear things like, well, I hope my kids turn out. I hope I get that job. I hope I have enough money to retire on. Well, the Bible would consider, those aren't bad hopes. We ought to put our faith into those things. But the Bible would consider those secondary short-term hopes, not the ultimate hope. And the ultimate hope is when just as that temple was being restored in Jerusalem, God will come and restore his kingdom to our world. And so in chapter 14 and verse 2 of Zechariah, I will gather all the nations to Jerusalem to fight against it. The city will be captured and the houses ransacked and the women raped. And half of the city will go into exile, but the rest of the people will not be taken from the city. So you've got rape and violence. I mean, evil Israel, the Bible doesn't cover it up. Verse 3, then the Lord will go out and fight against those nations as he fights on a day of battle. And on that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives east of Jerusalem. And the Mount of Olives will be split in two from east to west, forming a great valley with half the mountain moving north and half the mountain moving south. In verse 5, you will flee by my mountain valley for it will extend to Azel. You will f flee as you fled from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. Then the Lord my God will come and all the holy ones with him. We're going to be a part of all the holy ones. First of all, Jesus is going to rapture his church from the earth and then he's going to come back to this final climactic battle against the nations of the world and Jesus himself will come. And according to Zechariah, he will step foot again on the Mount of Olives. It's traditionally the Mount of Olives, somewhere near Bethany, that the scriptures indicate that Jesus ascended into heaven after he rose from the dead. In verse 9, after saying uh, in Acts 1, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Be my witnesses uh, to Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost ends of the earth. Right after saying that, Verse 9 of Acts 1, after this, he, Jesus, was taken up before their eyes in a cloud, and a cloud hid him from their sight. Then and they were looking intently into the sky. Of course, these are his disciples, his followers. All of a sudden, Jesus just ascends up into the sky. And they were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking at the sky? This same Jesus who is taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Traditionally believed, as I just said, that that was from the Mount of Olives. Zechariah said it will be back to the Mount of Olives that Jesus will come and lay his foot. And there he will stand. And Revelation 19 describes it this way. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose ruler is called Faithful and True. 
with justice he judges and wages war. Let justice come again to our world. And his eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns, and he has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. And on his robe and on his thigh he has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That's our hope. Not something short of Jesus' second coming. But we can even lose things for the sake of Christ in this world because our hope isn't in this world. It's in that day when Jesus comes back to set up his rule, to finish what he started at his first coming. I want you to put your hope in the second coming today in a fresh way. And if you're not ready for Jesus to come again, you, you, you can trust Christ to forgive your sin. You can repent and get your heart right. If you've been spiritually drifting and, and, and the second coming of Christ is the last thing you ever think about and, and has nothing to do with what you're really hoping for, then you're probably too attached to this world. We can repent. We can ask him to forgive us because there is a day when Jesus will come again. And so we pray with the scriptures, even so, Lord Jesus, come. Mm-hmm.